Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Dark and Moth Show. I'm Dark. I'm Moth. And I'm the special guest, Trinity. Welcome to our podcast. Oh, thank you. You are very special to us. Uh, I, actually, I don't really know how you feel, Dark, but Trinity is special to me. <laughs> Trinity is special to all of us. Okay. She's really cool. No, she's definitely really cool. Okay. So, Today, I think we're going to go ahead and go and start with the uh, dreams. Yeah, let's get into dreams. What do you, like, you said you had a weird dream last night. Yeah, so. I we were planning out this podcast and it just kind of came to me that like, oh, what if we just talk about like dreams, superstitions, stuff like that. Fun fact, literally the night before that, that I came here, I had the weirdest dream possible. And like, there's one part that I specifically remember that I'll get to, but it, it like emotionally destroyed me this morning. <laughs> But the dream was basically that, um, have you ever seen, uh, what is it, Squid Games on, oh on Netflix? Yes. <laughs> so you know how it's like the, the like colorful corridors going down and down and down and down into like game places, you know, where it's all colorful and beautiful. Yes, and, yes, yes. So I had this dream where it was just a bunch of people and I was in, a part of that group and we were going down these sort of places and we, we had, like, specific tasks to do every day. I don't quite remember what they were, but we just kind of remember that, theoretically, we could not leave no matter what we wanted to do. And, um, like, it, it was a very long-winded dream. I don't know why it was so boring. Like, it was so boring. So, so you were borderline kidnapped. Yeah, yeah. And, and now, <laughs> it was boring. And now, <laughs> well, I, I thought it would be a little more exciting because no, 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 of no. the fact that, you know, you're like, it's boring, but no, you just got kidnapped. <laughs> You got taken down to a bottle corridor, and somehow, in this whole mist of things... It's like manual labor. It's, it's, it's manual labor. It's like, but I had fun doing it. <laughs> no, the thing is, it was just so tedious every single day, and it sucked. But that's not what was, like, emotionally devastating. Uh, I'll just cut to where it starts to, like, whatever. A bunch of us, we kind of started... We decided we were going to start a revolution, okay? We were like, let's, let's go. It's like French Revolution. We're going to start chopping people's heads off. Let's fucking go. And so... <laughs> Roll out the guillotine, everyone. Let's go! So everybody started rioting. Everybody's running around. Everybody's going. And we all, for some reason, have these different, very um odd kinds of weapons. I don't know why, but I had basically, like... You know those, like, um those... Uh, water guns that just like, uh, I mean, obviously they squirt water and shit like that. But <laughs> mine, fucking super soaker. Like, like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, but you know, but but you want to like know what the came super out of super it? Super super magnum, three forty seven, <laughs> freaking X twelve. With you know, with like... the yeah, you know. Like... <laughs> no, okay. So so, um, not to get super specific, but it totally was one of those things. It's kind of what it looked like too. It was really colorful. It even had those like little neon ends on it, like you know the oh whole God. thing. You know when like the the toy guns were created and all that stuff, they had to start putting the neon ends so that you'd know that they were fake guns. Yes. Yeah. Like yeah. that's that's essentially like what it looked like. And instead of water that came out of it, it looked like um, it was literally like Nutella. Like it was like this weird like stream Nutella like like thing and i knew that it was like nutella like i knew it was chocolate syrup it was some weird thing but i would like spray it on people and then they would die and <laughs> they were deathly allergic to chocolate up <laughs> it's, it's like <laughs> they were deathly allergic to chocolate they just was, like, once the cocoa just hit them they were just like they were dead they it was, were dead it, was, it, it, it was, dissolved them like alien blood yeah you know? <laughs> it was completely like it was it was as, it was as lethal all, as everything as, as Bones cyanide or something like it was so like like you would hit them and then they would kind of they would be normal and then they would just like die and it was like so sad 
And I remember that I was like, that the first time that it happened, I was like, wow, that, that really sucked. But I'm riding right now, so I don't really give a fuck. And I... <laughs> And I was going around, and I was, you know, I was, I was, I was being a revolutionary person, I guess. <laughs> and um, we were close towards the end of it, and I was, and I was helping people, like basically, get out and escape the people that couldn't fight. And there was this dog, and this dog was like, it was like it had, um, it had like a bunch of the, pow- like you know those um, powder marathon runs where basically like they just they throw powder on you as you're running by and all that kind of oh, thing. Like you're wearing color like, run? yeah, color runs. Those are. I participated in one of those once when I was in the sixth grade. Same. <laughs> and um, it was this little tiny white dog. Like, if you ever think about those, um, you know those, like... Like a white, crusty dog? Yeah. The, the, like those, a white, crusty dog? <laughs> the really crusty ones. The ones that have, like, like, like lots of eye boogers. Shit around their lots eyes. Of, <laughs> <laughs> lots of eye boogers. Lots of eye boogers. And, and that one, it just had that powdery shit all over it. And I knew that it belonged to one of the rich people, basically, that, that we were killing. And I was like, damn this baby has gone too far and for some reason i just like didn't hesitate and i started dripping the nutella all over it and it was so excited to see me and it was playing with me and i was like and i just for some reason like in the dream i had no choice i had to kill this dog okay okay guys come on and, <laughs> let the dog. and it was emotionally oh devastating because this was towards the end of the dream, like right as I was about to wake up. And I guess yeah. that, like, because I woke up, like, basically, like, my hands were on, like, my stomach. So that probably was why I was feeling a heartbeat, basically. But I was playing with this dog and I was just, like, you know, reassuring it as it was dying. And I and I closed my eyes while I was petting this dog, like, in the dream. And I literally felt its heartbeat stop. And then I woke up and I was like, oh, my God. And I had to, like, find my cat. And I had to just be like, I'm so sorry. And he was like, what the fuck is wrong with you, you stupid bitch? And I Googled it. I Googled it. Apparently, um, if you kill a dog in a dream, uh, because dogs typically represent, like, loyalty, they represent, you know, just, like, just uh, very close bonds, it's either an unhealthy relationship with somebody or you are just generally speaking severing, uh, you know, some kind of, you know, like your loyalty and your, um, uh, closeness is being severed somehow. Like you're, you're just distancing yourself and just specifically like killing animals and stuff like that. It really just has to do with like, like just feeling like you're, getting more and more lonely and i was like that's upsetting and i cried and i held my cat and my poor cat had nothing to do and, with and it and let's not forget the disclaimer that we're not telling anyone to go out there and kill little animals no no, no 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 we're barely talking not. about someone's dream and i don't know what the kill lennon thing was i'm pretty sure it was a freaking meme or something yeah yeah on tiktok is. or yeah. something so yeah it, I, I was like, "What? What are you guys doing?" Like, yeah, yeah, no. <laughs> what is that? Like, it's a, what? it's a meme, yeah. Okay, yeah. So, but I understand that because I think in other people's dreams, it's different. I don't think everybody, because I've had dreams where I've actually killed family members, and I think it's because it's almost like severing your connection with them mm, and okay, saying okay. i'm gonna go ahead and let go of this this family relationship that i have now yeah because you know you either you just couldn't live up to their standard or you got tired oh. of trying to live up so it's to like, those standards it's like killing off the version of them in your head yes that's breaking you down yeah. oh, okay that makes sense so what about you trinity have you had any interesting dreams lately 
I'll let you uh, think for a second. Uh, I did have a dream about my grandma. Ooh, you want to give us the you scoop? Know, the dead one. <laughs> <laughs> she visited you? It was more like she was dying in the hospital. Oh, you told me about this. And then I was also dying in the hospital. <laughs> it was one of those movies where you, where you like hold each other's hands across the hospital beds. No, like she had already gone, and then like I was in the hospital, and she like came, not as, not alive. Like she wasn't alive, but oh. like she was like a like a ghost. But like she like was also physically there. It was so weird because it was in a dream. So like I was just like, what's going on? What? I don't know what's happening. And then she was just like, it's okay. Like you can go now. <laughs> like she's just like she's reassuring like, you. She's just like, you're cool. Like it's fine. Like you can come on. I love that. And I was just like, <laughs> I was just yeah. like, okay. And then I woke up and I was just like, what the Jesus fucking Christ was that? What the Jesus Christ was that? Yeah. Yeah. Maybe it was hopeful thinking in the fact that, you know, like maybe, you know, wishful thinking is that, hey, in real life, it didn't go in that direction. But here, she was just like, hey, what are you doing? You can't just die now. Like, what are you <laughs> no, doing? She was like, you gotta me, like, get it's a okay that or... I'm dying. Oh, she was telling you it's okay that you're dying. I wasn't gonna live. Like, I knew that in the dream. She was oh, just okay. like, it's okay. Like, you can go on now. But, like, it, it, but like, I cope with humor. So in my dream, she was just like, you can go, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Your brain so gave her a it, silly voice. Yes! I was so just like, in other words, it was more a nightmare than it was a dream, but then you just kind of no. changed it? Or is it just... fucking talk about nightmares, bro. As a oh, child... Oh, we could get into that next. Oh, give me, give me your... But, as a yeah. child, okay. Okay, you have to think of it from like... Like, like a... Like a like an eight-year-old's perspective. Oh, right, right Like, yeah, you're yeah. kind of scared of, like... Like, Real I was stuff. I was terrified of dinosaurs. Like, I was so afraid I watched Jurassic Park, all of them. I was just, like, so afraid that a dinosaur was just gonna, like, pop up out of existence <laughs> and then be like, 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 I'm coming to get you! Like, I'm coming to get you! Yeah, and yeah, I was yeah. just like... And so I had a dream that I was literally in my house and it was dark and I... There's, like no way that like a t-rex could fit in my house <laughs> but it was there it just and, fit yeah and then i had like this dresser at the end of my bed and i was literally trying to shove myself in between the dresser <laughs> and like so because like it was like trying to like reach for me but as in my head i was like you have tiny baby arms little bitch <laughs> even but you I was, as an eight-year-old but, but was i was like... just like ah, like in the dream and it was just like oh, and then i and then i ran past it and then i went out into my garage and then when i went out there it was so weird because my mom and dad were there and they had like this really nice car it was uh... weird because my dad was dressed like the monopoly man and my mother was dressed like jessica rabbit and i was confused <laughs> and then i was like mom dad you had to help me and Mom, then, I mean Jessica. I mean <laughs> no, but then I was like, I was like, you guys, I, this, this, uh, there's a dinosaur in the house. Our and, high ceilings won't save us now. Yeah. Well, and then I, they were like, who are you? And my parents, they didn't know who I was. And that's what also freaked me out. I was just like, was like people forgetting you? Well, yeah. They were just like, I don't know who the fuck you are. Like you're just, whose child is this? Yeah. And then I woke up and I was just like, Mom, where are you? Mom, you were bad 
God, you were just drawn that way. Yeah. And Dad gave me two hundred dollars like, for some I, fucking reason. <laughs> he sent me to jail. <laughs> he said I cannot pass go or something. I don't get it. I literally like honestly, I was more scared of like them like being like, "Who are you?" And I was like, "Oh, sorry." Could you repeat that one more time? Yeah. I don't think I heard you right. No, for real. And then I woke up, and I was just like, they forgot me. <laughs> as, like, an eight-year-old. You have to think, as an eight-year-old, you're just like... You wake up in the bed that they made for you. My parental units, yeah. they have forgotten who I am. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How shall I survive? <laughs> like, I mean, that I had that kind of fear when I was a kid, too, is I literally was always scared that for some reason... Like, I was gonna wake up, and just people were gonna be, like, horrified that I was there. You ever seen, uh, Big, where he, like, wishes that he, like, like the kid that wishes- yes. Yeah. You ever, yes. Okay, have you ever seen that movie? Oh my god, it's the best movie yeah, ever. Yeah, Tom Hanks? Yeah, it's so, it's so good. Uh, it's amazing. You should watch it. It's called Big. Yeah. He wishes on a Zoltar machine that he could be big, as in, like, he wants to be taller so he can ride the rides with his crush. That's the- Thing. Well, and I think it was more up, he wanted up. to be an adult because he was being treated too much like a little kid and oh, he was a teenager. True. True, true, true. And he wanted to be treated like an adult, so he wished he was big so he could do all the adult things that are adults say, like stay right. up, late, right, 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 do right, all right. these things. That's true. But, but anyway, he wakes up the next morning and he quite literally is in an adult body. And his mom is horrified, thinking that literally this person kidnapped her son. And just replaced like, him. And just replaced him. And he's like, and Mom! He, yeah, literally. And so that I had that kind of a fear. Not that I was going to wake up a, a fully grown adult, but just that, that I woke up in my bed and my mom thought that I was an imposter. That, or that somebody like replaced her kid with some other kid. Like I had the I had that like a little changeling. Yeah, <laughs> like, like a little like a little little guy, little goblin, <laughs> little goblin, little goblin guy. Little, 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 little. I mean, did you ever have that kind of fear? I mean, am I wrong for thinking that that's like scary to be, to like wake up and your parents like forget who you are or well, like? Well, I've actually like I've had a very because of my childhood, my dreams have been very morbid growing up. So. I've actually killed my parents numerous times in my dreams and like as a kid? Yeah, or? as a child oh. and I'm and I'm talking I'm not talking like simple sh stuff. Yeah. You know how some kids, you know, growing up they have these dreams about like oh yeah, my parent died or they got hit by a car. No, I'm physically killing them myself or there's been times where like I could honestly say the worst dream that kind of shook me when I was growing up was I used to live in in Stockton and right there next to where I lived there was a railroad tracks in the back mm -hmm. and my biggest fear was that a hobo or somebody was going to jump over the fence and come kill me or my whole family mm, okay so and it was during that time and the reason was is because my parents growing up used to make us watch some shit that we probably shouldn't be watching all right. So, like, we would watch a lot of Lifetime, a lot of real story stuff, and documentaries. Oh, okay, okay. And they were watching the news a lot, too. And during that time, it was uh, early 90s, they were talking about, there was a news story saying that there was a guy hopping on trains, a homeless man, and he's jumping from city to city, but he's murdering people, and they're trying to find him. Oh, I, I, heard, I think I, that's so, a real thing, I think, yeah, right? I yes, heard about that. Yes. So, I, uh, I went to sleep that night, and... I, I remember staring at my back door and the problem with my dreams is there it's like I think I've mentioned it before I have very lucid dreams so they're very real to me very real so put it this way I fell asleep staring at the back window but I didn't know my brain fell asleep 
So I was awake. I thought I was it was real, and I was awake the whole freaking time. Mm-hmm. And I heard my parents snore, and they turn off their TV and they go to bed. And I hear scratching at the back window, and it's a sliding Ew. glass door, and it's like somebody's trying to pull it open. Oh God, that's scary. so. I'm like, okay, and then I start to see the shadow of the person, and I can literally see the person through the glass trying to get in now and now they have a screwdriver and they're trying to pop it open and i'm like holy shit i snuck out of my house before oh shit now my family knows i snuck out of my house before like that and that's how i got back in oh so i was like holy shit they must have saw me do it one night and then they and now they know yeah they know and slowly and it was it was so real that i could feel everything like the fear the horror the oh shit moment Mm -hmm. when you feel the sense of your blood like turn cold and right when my blood turned cold er, the door opened i turn around and i remember i was started banging at the wall because my grandparents room like i said was right there Mm -hmm. and it was only covered with a piece of dry dry uh drywall yeah that was it that was all that was covering the hallway that led from their room to my room and i started banging on it and they wouldn't get up oh well he actually comes in, fully comes inside the room at that point, and I'm like, like you know, like backed up against that wall, mm-hmm. and I'm scared as hell. And then all of a sudden, my fight or flight kicks in, and I hop over. There's a gap in between. Oh yeah, <laughs> you the, told me about yeah, this. Yeah, there's yeah. a gap. So I hop through that gap, roll over onto my parents. Yeah, they're they're pissed. They're and then and then all of a sudden, I'm like. He's in here. And then my grandfather in the dream, he gets right up and he's like, what the fuck did you just say? And he gets up and my grandmother's like, come over here, come over here. And in the dream, I should have known it was a dream because my grandmother was disabled. So she always walked with crutches and stuff like that. But But she she actually scurried me and said, no, you need to go get your sisters. Oh. And I'm like. At this point, I'm not going to lie, you know, when dreams and stuff like that happen, you tell yourself, fuck them. Yeah. Like, (laughs) and I honestly was like, you're telling me to go get my sisters when I could be hopping out the window right now and going to get, (laughs) going to get help. You were like, I'm "I'm not here to live forever. (laughs) Yeah. yeah, You know, I I want out because if he's inside, there's nobody outside. Let me go outside. Mm -hmm. But it didn't work like that. They were like, no, go get your sisters. Go get your sisters. Right, go right. tell them to lock their door. And I'm like, okay, okay. So I, I run over there to go tell my sister to lock the door. Well, then there's a loud boom. And then you hear struggling. Oh. And I'm thinking, and then I'm like, oh my God. Like, my grandpa's fighting him. Mm-hmm. You know? So I'm like, oh my God. So then, and at that point, like, I don't know why, but I was stupid because I was a kid. And I get my sisters to lock their door, and then I go run to help my grandfather. So I run over there, and I can't find him, and I'm running through the kitchen. I run through the back, back into my room, and he's not there. Right. Well, then I step outside, and as soon as I step outside the sliding glass doors, it's like daylight outside. And you still thought that this was like... A Nighttime, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you, like in the, you were under the impression that this was still, like you weren't, that you weren't dreaming, that this was totally yeah, real. Yes. Okay. And, and... I'm totally lucid in this, and I walk, and I open the door, and I walk outside, and I'm like, Grandpa, oh my God, oh my God, and I see the shotgun on the ground, 
Oh. And and then I start to see blood. Oh no. All over. That's so gross. And man. I'm like, oh my god, oh my god. And I said, Grandpa, like that. And then something grabs my arm, and <laughs> I jolt, and I jolt, and I jolt really hard. And That's even horrible. in even in the dream, I I actually almost woke myself up because I mm. jolted that hard in real life as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I jolted, and then like right before I could fully wake up, I go back into the lucid sleep. Oh god, that's so, and, and then it's, you're stuck there. And yeah, and then my grandpa. Yeah. It's so weird. The dream started to get very weird because then I find my grandfather and it was my grandfather that grabbed my arm and he's like you need to clean up this mess and there is pieces of Hello? Fucking, <laughs> pieces of freaking body parts everywhere and then I tell him and he goes oh of well one or of multiple people <laughs> I guess I guess outside waiting was three other guys and he just he fucked him up apparently yeah, he, <laughs> and he literally well my grandfather was in the war Oh, and stuff okay, like that okay. in the Korean War. So my picture of him is, you know, war hero. Big, I'm gonna strong do guy going to yes. literally tear this pe people yeah, apart. Yeah, and like that's how it was. There was body parts everywhere. And he's like, you need to go clean up that mess. You right, know, right. Go clean it up before the cops get here so that they can kind of gather and see who they are so that they can report them dead because they shouldn't try to break into our house. Which, as a kid, and, that, that seems fine. But as an adult, it's like that makes absolutely no sense it, and it know? doesn't but then like i said as a child and watching all those things it was very horrifying but in a way because i was always such a morbid kid i remember like literally picking up li each limb and taking a good look at it and the anatomy and everything was directly on <sighs> okay. so it was very weird for me to see that and then i remember my friend next door and then he started going in another direction with my friend next door pops over the fence and he's just like oh dude i seen everything that happened whoa that was crazy your grandfather's fucking nuts that's so crazy and he goes dude did you need help picking that up and i'm like and i'm like yeah and he goes well don't ask me and he falls <laughs> back down the fence and like i'm stuck there like picking up all this mess and cleaning it right and then spraying down the lawn and seeing all the red go down Ugh. in the dirt and stuff. It's like it's and like the intro in Saving Private Ryan. Yes, <laughs> with, with yes, the red yes exactly. That's so bad, dude. It, it's so horrible, and it was like a visual of everything that you would see in those kind of movies, as well as any other horror movie. But because, like I said, it just I was replicated very, it. Yeah, because, and because I, that's the kind of media that you were consuming. When yes, you were a kid. exactly. Yeah. And I was the type of child that, like, my parents told me stop watching dumb stuff, but I would watch like Faces of Death and things like that growing up. Right. So I was a very morbid child, like I said, it, and I was very in touch with the fact that because of the way I felt growing up, you know death was just another exit it was another right, right, it was right. another opening for whatever and it wasn't something that bothered me either back then because it was kind of disturbing mm -hmm. now when I, even when i think back on it i'm like dude as a child i should have jumped up ran into my parents room you know started crying and telling them what i saw in my head but i just didn't because i didn't want my grandfather to think there was something wrong with me oh okay you yeah. see what i mean because he already knew there was something like, kind of yeah. off and if i told him that i think he would have got more afraid of the fact that you know what am i raising a serial killer you right. know yeah. on top of like some of the things that i went through in life so 
there's a lot of dreams and nightmares that I had that were very real to me. But you just kind of didn't we because just, it was like, yeah, but we just didn't talk about it. Yeah. But then also we covered that in the last uh, segment about relationships, how my family was and how we didn't really consult each other about certain things. Right. You kind of kept things to yourself right. unless you truly needed the help or you truly needed, you know, someone to For talk real. to about something. And, and, and that dream brings up a whole, like a new can of worms is just like dreams that you thought were like totally real. Like I had a, a bunch of those where like, like theoretically when I think about them now, I don't know why I thought they were real, but I just was so like in the, in the moment, in the dream, even when I woke up, I was so convinced that like I had lived this day and, and I had to deal with it for the rest of my life but nobody else remembered it but me. So for like weeks or whatever, I was thinking that this was just a part of my life and I was deeply like hurt and upset by it, you know? Like, I don't know. Have you, have you ever had dreams like that, Trini? Mm-hmm. Where, where you were just like, where you were like under the, um, under the impression that the dreams that you were having were fully real. Like you were just like in it and you had to like fight for survival <laughs> kind of thing. No, it's more like, um... So when I dream, I see it from like, like first person, like how I see things, like just you know how yeah. like a normal person sees things, and I also see it from like as if you were watching a movie and you were watching it happen. It's oh, like yeah. at the same time, yeah. And it's it's weird. Mine's like that what... as well, but it's not it's not first person for me. It's like it's like always third person. It's always sort of seen like a movie, and I think that's just because of the way that I grew up, like watching a lot of movies. And then obviously later on in my life taking a lot of film classes and like just studying that kind of thing Like that's how I view my dreams. It's like I see it through first and third person perspective. Right, it's right. weird. Yeah, but like Like I'm watching my dream self and it's like It's like when you get invested in a movie and you're like no no, no, like, you <laughs> right, know, right, like that. Yeah, it's yeah. like, I know it's like a dream, but like I'm reacting to it. Like I'm watching a movie, a movie. Does oh. that make sense? Yeah, 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 that makes sense. But the last dreams, like my dreams are a little different. See, because if I see it from a third person angle and I try to tell myself anything, I can ruin it very quickly. Meaning like I've had a couple, like I've told you guys, like I, I really love superheroes and those kinds of things. And I've had a lot of superhero dreams. And there was times where I believed I was that superhero and I could do stuff. But the moment I questioned reality, I would fall. Oh. Or I would get punched really hard. And and that would be the one fight out of all the dreams that I had that I would lose that battle. And it sucked because it was always a person in my life that I was fighting against and it sucked because I would go to hit them and it was almost like you know how when you like move around and you're like you can barely move and you're like sore and your arm's super sore but you go to punch somebody and it feels like you're just like yeah it's just like a very (laughs) light yeah well that's what it does to me in my dreams once I lose control of that and I start to question things. It like loses your, it loses all that power that you had. Yeah. Yeah. So then I'm sitting there trying to punch and I'm like eh uh, you know, and the and the and the people that I'm fighting are just taking these hits, and they're just like, "Is that all you got?" You yeah. know, and then it's like, "Let me show you this," and then they'd punch me in the gut or something, and then I could literally feel it in yeah. my gut, and I'm like, "Oh crap!" Yeah, like yeah, I'm sorry. Like I remember I told my sister once because she seen me wake up, and when I jumped up, I went like. 
I started checking my body. Oh, okay. And she goes, what the hell is wrong with you? And then I was like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. I just got stabbed. And she goes, no, you didn't, No, you bro. didn't. And yeah. then I'm like, but no, I did. And the funniest part about it is, is mm. this is why I get scared of my dreams. There was actually a bruise, a little bruise, like in a line shape on my stomach oh, afterwards. Spooky. Yeah, I mean. So, in in and that's when I started to also believe in alternate realities as well. And maybe when we're dreaming, we're in our other state, our other brain, our other self. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, I mean that's an interesting you know line of thought as well because like. I mean, I don't know. I view my my dreams from like that kind of movie perspective more often than not. Um, I don't remember very many of my dreams actually being from first person perspective because chances are I'm not even following myself. I'm watching other people, and um, it's weird because the dreams that I thought were re real were still from that perspective. Like I still was under the impression that I was running through a graveyard and then some zombie comes up from the dirt and grabs my ankle and then I'm falling and falling and falling into my own grave. Like, it's like, I remember that, but the way that I see it is like a movie. Like, like, you know that big, that big action shot where you're in, like, in, where you're in, like in get the fuck up, get the fuck up, <laughs> kick him, kick him, don't no. let this happen, don't let him drag you. <laughs> Not even in the dream am I doing that though. It's just, it's like I'm, com I'm a completely omnipotent force, just kind of forced to watch myself or whoever going through this dream, and and the dreams that I had that were like that, it was, it was exactly like. Um, you know that big shot in Infinity War where they're all coming at each other and all that kind of stuff? Like, that's yeah. what it would look like. It'd be just this big, big shot. It's this big um, Y shot, basically. It's a horizontal, and it's completely just two opposing forces going at each other. And it's like, theoretically, the, the actors are very little, but it's just a very big, detailed shot. That's basically what I would dream like, and it would, it would still feel real to me. I would still be in that kind of a moment. And I wouldn't feel it unless I was unless it was very um, specific stuff. Like that actually was a dream that I had when I was a kid. I was running through like a graveyard basically, and there was a, a zombie that basically grabbed my ankle. And I remember feeling like I just remember my leg just like jolting. Like I just kind of felt like this force on my leg. And I at that point had fallen. And falling, I think, is the thing that I feel the most from my dreams because I will always wake up from that. No matter what, I will always be waking up like from falling if I'm ever waking up from any dream at all and it's terrifying because it's like because then I get nervous and some dreams I would wake up from falling and I'd be terrified but I'd want to go back like I'd want to I want to fall asleep and go back one time it, it happened I was tired enough and I went back to sleep and I continued the dream but I was still falling so for like a good five minutes I probably I was waking up from falling and then going back to sleep and still falling still falling it's like that one scene from um i don't remember the the movie but it's but it's low-key and he's just like oh. i've been falling for 30 minutes <laughs> like, like that's that's what happened to me and like i don't know if you've ever experienced that i have oh, I, you want to tell me about I, that <laughs> my body like physically reacted to me falling like I, I was, I don't remember exactly how the dream went. I just know that I was falling, like, I think off a cliff. But I was, like, I was falling off a cliff. But, like, I literally was, like, like my back was to the ground. And, like, my, the front of my body was, like, facing oh, towards the sky. Oh, and you could like, feel the... Yeah, but I woke, I woke up and literally, like, like, because I was falling like this. Like, with my hands and my arms, like, kind of, like, up. up. 
Yeah. And I woke up like that, and I was just like, uh, what the fuck? <laughs> I was just like, what the actual fuck? Like, could you imagine, like, walking in on someone dreaming, and they're just like, like, their, their arms, arms and legs are, like, just You're just flailing. You're just, like, flailing. Yeah. In the, yeah. No, like, because I literally was just like, like that. And, like, just wiggling. I was just like, so glad that, like, no one was in the room. Because I was just like, you're like, that's embarrassing. embarrassing. (laughs) You're like, looking at yourself and just being like, you are embarrassing. Yeah. Well, I've always been told by not just, like, people who, like, follow dreams, but, like, a lot of people who are into these kind of things. Like I said, alternate reality dreaming and stuff. And, I've heard a lot of stories and some of the stories that I've heard about falling are actually pretty scary because there has been people that actually hit the ground and when they hit the ground in the dream, they died in real life. That's horrifying. And it's something that like is, uh, probably I would say maybe more on the lines of a mental disorder in a way that you believed it so much. It was true. Oh, like a delusion. Yeah. Like a delusional fantasy in a way. Yeah. You know? But maybe, you know, on a, another level of it scared them so much, maybe they had a heart attack and that's what really killed them. Or, True. you know, those kinds of things. And maybe that's what they feel when they're dying in their sleep. So it could be that, you know. Well, it's the, it like, I mean, if you're if you're not thinking about this, like, you know, spiritually, alternate reality wise, that literally when you're dying, no matter what, your brain panics. Yes. It, like, even if you're you're so old and your body's running down, like. When you're dying, it's never painless because your brain freaks out and it wants yeah. to keep you alive. So theoretically, if you're if you're falling asleep and you're dreaming, it and, and you're dreaming, your brain's gonna panic and all of a sudden that dream is gonna focus on keeping you alive. It's not gonna focus on whatever the plot was and if and it's gonna be you know that kind of a, a moment where it's like you're oh we're gonna make this dream you're gonna fall and you're gonna wake up when you fall so that you can so that you won't die and you'll and you, but you'll be okay. But that kind of a emotional, uh, I guess, force could also just push somebody to to the edge and die. You know what I mean? It's it's one of those things. My um, my great aunt, she, uh, I have a lot of her clothes now. I keep them all. <laughs> she was a very fashionable person. But uh, from you know what I know about her death is she she just she had a heart attack in her her sleep, and so a lot of people would kind of reassure me and they'd be like oh well she didn't feel any pain when she died you know she was just dreaming she was whatever she was a very um very like uh intuitive person she was very wise and she had a very active imagination i would say she was very um creative and whenever i thought about like that kind of a thing i just thought no she didn't die very painlessly she definitely had a moment of pure unadulterated panic just because that's what the brain does when it's about to die it it panics and it tries to fix it it tries to do something because it's it's just an instinctual self-preservation thing even if it doesn't have the willpower to do it you know uh that's just that would that's that's how dying works (laughs) you know that that's definitely a really good theory on you know how that works though because like i said i've actually like read into things and People dying from their nightmares is how they actually created Nightmare on Elm Street as well. Because it's because like it, it creates that kind that was of a like that. And, it's, it's like uh, laughing to death, you know. It's 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 like laughing to death and having a heart attack. It just is. It's it's this overabundance of something that overwhelms the body, and then you die. <laughs> you know, it. 
didn't that happen in Who Framed Roger Rabbit is a bunch of the henchmen died from laughing? Yes, yeah. yes, yes. They couldn't I stop laughing. That. <laughs> That's the way they died. They couldn't stop laughing. The weasels. I always yes. thought that'd be a great way to die. You know? I don't know. Honestly, I, I, I don't know. Well, there's no painless way to die. So I'd I would rather just... I'm from laughing too hard. <laughs> no, like, legit. <laughs> like, I, tell me about that. I, I think we were playing... We were playing poker. I was playing poker with my brother and my grandma and my grandpa. And I think my brother had like this hand. It, he literally, like, it, not, none of it was anything. Like, at all. Like, none of the cards came together to make any kind of serious play that would like beat everyone nothing and he just kept betting and betting <laughs> and betting and my grandpa was just like what the what are you doing like, like no no like he was just like you have that good of a hand and he's like yes like, <laughs> like and then he finally he used all of his chips and then he he puts them all down <laughs> and then my grandpa was like what the fuck like you don't have table and I was literally like I had tears I was crying and then I was standing up and I just went <laughs> while continuously laughing so can you imagine like being like, like and I was just like going through it like just all puke all on the floor and then I continued to laugh afterwards and everyone was looking at me like I was insane they were all just like just oh projectile God. vomiting and laughing yeah, so they don't know whether to help you. Yeah, that's the exorcist. They were just waiting for her head to start spinning. Like, yeah. And then they were going to take her to the I to literally going to start crab walking. Like, right? It just goes, yeah, like, just like, and, <laughs> like, I literally, like, it was bad. I, like, I, would, I couldn't stop laughing. I was just like, ooh. Imagine if that was the moment that you died. Like the, like in um, The Princess of Mind, ha, 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 fucking dies. <laughs> I love The Princess of Mind. That's such a great movie. <laughs> it is a great movie. That's a wonderful, wonderful movie. But oh yeah, on the other hand, and back wow. going back into our original stuff, because we kind of went off a little well, bit. Well, no, it was still but, part of dreams and stuff. But now, for you guys, though, we talked about some of the scariest stuff. We talked about some of the funny things. Right. What was the most serious dream that you woke up and, like, you couldn't help but, like, be in tears or something? But not sad. Just serious it was enough just to make you... emotionally. Yeah, and just made you, like, kind of want to question your life and where you were going in Oh, it. God. It was... Um, I had a dream when I was very... I was very young, and this was very... Um, you know, early into me reconnecting with my great-grandma. I know that both of you guys know the way that I feel about my great-grandma. She died uh, about a year ago, and I still think about her every single day. But um, this was, you know, a few years ago, like when I first started to reconnect with her again. And um, so I was very young. I didn't know how to drive a car. It was one of those things. And um, basically, I had this dream where I was, you know, about the age that I am now, going to visit her and she she had given me this like journal basically and um and i and i know that i had had this dream because my mom had told me you know like some somewhere beforehand that basically she kept a journal um for me 
but basically, in the dream, my grandma had kept this journal of me, and it was basically every day since I was born, and she had written down every one of her stories so that so that I could pass down her stories, that I was the grandchild to pass down her stories. Because that was something that, from you know day one, that I was so focused on listening to every single thing that she ever had to say about the world, about the, her, you know, history. She was born in 1930. Like, that's a hell of a lot of history that happened from then till now. And, um, so I remember, you know, I was reading this, this journal and it was only stories that I only remembered and stuff like that, but there was stuff that I can't even recall now that I remember was just a part of that. And I was driving home from that, you know, instance and I got into a car accident and I died. And I and I woke up and it was just so, um, like I had made it my mission from there to, to make sure that I just knew absolutely everything about her so that even if I, you know, died, I could still, like, find out, I could still find a way to pass her legacy on, you know? That was, and, and it, I was, like, really, really young. I don't even remember how old I was, but I was really young just thinking that I, it is now, now my job to do that. And it was like, less sad that I died, less sad that she thought that she was gonna die at that point in her life and gave that book to me. It wasn't even that kind of a thing. It was just moving to me that that I all of a sudden wanted to actually make something of, my, of myself, my legacy, something like that. Um, and then I saw Hamilton <laughs> and I was like, oh yeah. Isn't that entire musical about making a legacy? <laughs> yeah. I was, like, I was like, that's a great movie. <laughs> or a musical. But there's that, you know? So that's one that, that was um, really, uh, really, really uh, impactful to me. Um, do you ever have, do you have any like that at all? I, most of my dreams are like just fucking out of pocket shit. They're just, they're just crazy? Yeah, like, I mean, there are some that, like, they're not, they're not really serious, but they didn't, like, they made, you ever had, I don't know if you guys have dreams that actually make you feel like, you know, like, when you, like, something, like, nice happens to you, and then your brain gets the fuzzies, and you're just like, that was very nice. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? like, yeah. I've had those, but, like, it was some weird-ass shit. Like, it wasn't something normal. <laughs> like, definitely not. Like, I think... Dancing with hippos and freaking... You know, like, I, I had one time that, like, I was at the really? beach, but it was, like, this really pretty... Like, all the sand was, like, super, like, white, and then, like, the, the water was, like, super clear. But it wasn't... It was, like, super shallow. Like, I think it was about knee-deep knee water. And you could see everything. Yeah, but I would pick up these little shells, and I would open them, and it'd be, like, a little Polly Pocket-sized mermaid. Aww. But, like, they were alive. And then... Um, and, but I was just like, but it, like, we, like, we had conversation. My grandparents also show up a lot in my dreams, and, like, my grandparents' house, uh, all, it's because they're very special to me, and, like, the house is just fucking immaculate. Very but special. Anyway, but, like, I literally, I actually had, because, like, the way that dream made my brain feel, I literally, like, I went to bed the next day, and I was like, I want to have that dream again, and I did. <laughs> You like made it. It's never happened ever again. Like I've never had like another... a recurring dream. Yeah, I have. Ooh, what about dreams that like you've like fucking predicted the future? 
but it like happens like months or years later and you're just like, God yeah, damn. no, we're definitely going to take a break in a couple minutes. But when we come back, we're going to get on that deja because vu I do. I've had a few deja vu dreams and they actually came true just like I've also had. Uh, I don't know about you guys, but uh, I've had a near death experience dream as well. Oh, and and, and what I mean by that is, is I was really sick. I'm going to get into it more later, but I was really sick and I almost died. But I had a dream right before everything happened. And I remember it clearly. That's scary. But yeah, we're going to go ahead and give everybody a little break here. Go ahead, get you some snacks, you know, do your guys' thing. Water. Go take a rest. Fat piss. Whatever, whatever you guys take do. Take care of yourself, you yeah, know? Do you for the next minute or so. We're going to be back, guys. This is Dark Moth and Trinity, and we'll be back in just a moment. All right, welcome back, everybody. Welcome back. Hope you took care of yourself, drank water, did anything that is beneficial to you. Um, so we're back with, you said, recurring dreams, or was that near-death experience, deja vu stuff? Yeah, we're going to do something like that, but let's go ahead and disclaimer a little bit, because uh, I want to give a trigger warning... For those out there who have near-death experiences or have family that are dying, you know, those kinds of things before we get into that part. But we're going to go ahead and do deja vu first because, like, deja vu dreams are fucking crazy. They're, if, if Dreaming wasn't crazy on another level. Deja vu is just a whole another super big level. Because you remember that you dreamed about it, you know? Like, yeah. it's like, um, like, you're like, what? I what and you don't remember any other part of the context of the dream but all of a sudden you're like i saw that before you know well for you guys for someone who dreams lucid though it's just as real as the moment that happens right just you can change things now uh-huh. see so for my deja vu dream that i had is i was in high school mm-hmm. and there was this guy who we're not going to go into his last name or nothing he probably knows who he is if he listens to the podcast, you know who you are. We weren't friends then. I don't ever know if we ever could be again. But, uh, you know, we were friends in the beginning and then we're not friends anymore, of course, because of everything that happened. But, uh, so basically, like I've told people before, I used to sell pot when I was younger. And that was when it was still illegal, where it's legal now. So, of course, why would anybody sell pot? And if you still do, I guess that's on you. But, uh, yeah, so I would sell pot, and uh, there's this guy, Marcus, and so a lot of people tell me that, like, he was a bad guy, you know, and he liked getting into trouble, and, you know, he basically didn't like the fact that, you know, that I was gonna, uh, you know, be doing, that basically he wanted to rob me. A lot of people told me he was gonna rob me for my stuff. So I didn't believe it, and then he seemed like he was kind of a cool friend, so I stayed friends with him. Well, the night before anything happened, I had a dream. I had a dream that me and him, I was at school, and I was walking to the back of the school to have a cigarette, and he came up out of nowhere with him and his friends, and they literally jumped me and beat me up. Oh, okay. So... When I woke up the next morning, 
for some reason, the way the dream started was I got up, I had breakfast, I had everything, and I look over to the side, and there's these little pieces of like, uh, you know, like those round two by fours kind of like, but they're they're in a round shape. Okay. Because you use it for building certain things, right, and of yeah, course, yeah, yeah. like chairs, those kinds of things that size, that thick. And I seen one of those, and in the dream, I just looked at it and said, no, nah, I'm going to leave it there, and I went to school. Well, I ended up getting beat up in the dream, and I got jumped, and a couple guys kicked me when I was down. I ended up having to be put in the hospital for a couple of weeks or months or something like that, because they fucked me up pretty bad, and they broke a few ribs. So, that's what happened in the dream. Now, the deja vu part about it is, is the next morning I woke up, and when I had my breakfast, I said, this feels a little like I've done this before. But I continued my day. And when I went outside, I seen the two pieces of wood on the ground. And something triggered in my brain. And it said, pick them up. So instead of me leaving them there like I did in the dream, I picked them up and put them in my backpack. Feeling like, I think I'm going to get beat up today. I don't know how I know, but I feel like whatever I dream, it's going to happen now. So... I turned around, I went to school like normal, and everything was going fine. Like, none of the rest of the dream happened yet. And everything was going fine until I decided during lunch to walk out to go have my cigarette with my friends. As soon as I hit the back of the school, everything started happening again. The dream kicked in. And it, word for word, everything was happening. Wow. And I remember you beat the shit out of him with sticks. <laughs> well, no, I did not end up in the hospital. That's what I stopped from happening. Oh, because the sticks, no matter what, we'll, we'll get into what happened with that. So I'm sitting there and I walk to the back of the school and exactly like in the dream, he comes up and he starts punching me. Well, I try to fight him one on one head on because now He's, he's fast. He's really skinny. I'm, I'm kind of a big guy, but like I have a six pack and stuff too back then. So I, I'm pretty bulky and I'm just not fast enough though to hit him. But then I realize, so I stop my pace and I wait for him. And then I got a good couple hits on him. Well, then he caught on. And, of course, when somebody catches on in a fight, the fight changes. So that's when the dream kicked back in again. And now he was punching me in the back of the head. He was fighting me from behind, not in front of me. Which is kind of a, what a lot of my friends would have said and said back then. That was a bitch move. He shouldn't have did that. But he stayed behind me. And every hit he hit was to the back of my head. Not to the front of my face. Because he was seeing I was taking the hits. So he started going to the back. Well, he finally got me. He did a right hook and boom, got me in the back of the head. And for some reason, like my brain went fuzzy and then I just dropped. And as soon as I hit the ground, the dream kicks back in again. This is where I end up in the hospital. And I got scared. And I'm like, I don't, I don't want to be bloody. I don't want to be in the hospital. Like it, it just kicked in. And for some reason, something told me glance to your left 
and I was trying to pick myself back up, you know, because I was dazed and I was like shaking it off. And I'm in that state where I'm like, you're, you're in it, you're out, you're in, you're out. It's like closing your eyes and opening them. Right. You're in, you're out, you're in, you're out, you're in, you're out. And you're trying to lift your weight and say, I got to get up. Yeah. So I'm trying to get up. Well, something then kicks in. The dream kicks back in. Tells me, look to your left. Look to your left. And then all of a sudden, I felt it. Look to your fucking left. Right. And I looked to the left, and here comes two of his friends. They were running at me. And they both were going to kick me with their steel-toe boots. Oh. At this moment was when I changed the deja vu dream. I dropped, instead of getting up and trying to grab their legs like I did in the dream to kind of pull them and trip them, I threw my whole body weight flat to the ground. So when they did the jump to kick me with the jump and impact, they ended up tripping over each other and falling. Oh. And I didn't take the impact. I see. Which okay. allowed me to get back up on my feet again. And he hit me a couple more times. He didn't knock me out. But when he, when I finally, I was like a superhero. I was on my last wing. I was on one knee. I was on that, you know, superhero pose. I'm sitting there down like, dude, one more hit and I'm out. Like, what am I going to do? I can't take this hit. Everybody's going to laugh at me. So I reached in my backpack to get those pieces of wood. Those pieces of wood are what also saved my life. Because the moment I reached in my backpack, someone shouted, he has a gun. <laughs> and no. everyone ran. Oh my God. Everyone fucking Ran and then you pulling out and my these friend, two little and then my friend, sticks. my best friend, he comes running up and he's like, Sit. you know, he's like, dark, 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 dude, oh my god, what's a fight? Oh my god, dark, and he's just like, come on, somebody, somebody, come out, oh my god, and he's like, dark, don't do it, don't do it, man, don't do it, don't pull out those guns, man, don't do it, it's not worth it, it's not worth it. Cut and to then, you pulling out and the little then, tiny sticks, and, and then and then I I reach in and I start laughing and he's just like. It's not funny, man. You're going to go, man, we got to get you out of here. You're going to go to prison for this. And I'm like, and I pull out two sticks and he goes, and he looks at me and he goes, bro, those are like as thin as chopsticks. What the fuck are you going to do with those? Fucking try to eat some chow mein? And I'm he like, was scared of you. And then he was like, what the fuck is your problem, bro? Yeah, Why like, are you going to do that? What, what the fuck are those going to do? Like, what were you going to do with those? Like eat chow mein? Like, <laughs> And I'm just like, I'm just like, I don't know. It but it just got them went, away from you. It just went, you know, and literally after that, like I said, I didn't end up in the hospital like I did in the dream. I didn't, like, all the things that happened later, they didn't happen. I didn't miss all that time in school and anything, so everything kind of went back to normal. But yeah, I've had deja vu dreams like that. And then there's been a couple, too, where, like, Meeting like my partner and things like that and then going back and having a dream and saying hey I know you from somewhere, you know, and then realizing that it's probably just you know Destiny saying hey, you know, you couldn't see their face you could hear them in the dream, but that's who you know you were meant to Yeah, you, to were, talk you were yeah, to. but you but you just couldn't see them because everything's fuzzy it's like they don't want you to see because then, of course, if you know what they look like, you know exactly who to go for and when it happens. So and, and love doesn't work be, like that. Yeah, things yeah. will be thrown out of line theoretically. Yeah. yeah, and it could change also change the fact of how you know life would would have turned out because, like I said, most people don't have the opportunity that I have to change that deja vu dream. When it happens, it happens, and it happens exactly the way the dream made it happen. Mm -hmm. And there was no change in it. 
So, like, I've argued with people about that, and a few people say that, like, you know, you could have changed a ripple in time. Like, you changed the way things were supposed to be. And maybe I did. Maybe I did. Maybe I didn't. I don't really look more into that, but, like, yeah, that was my experience with the deja vu dream. What about you guys? Have you guys, like, ever I mean, had one that was, like, that deep before? Not that deep, per se. I think I just, I think the dreams that I had when I was a kid, I will, I'll experience deja vu, like, now, you know, being in my early adulthood, I'll kind of see stuff or I'll, or I'll hear things or I will realize that, like, I had dreamt about the exact scenario. Like, it's very funny because to me it just affirms that I'm exactly where I'm supposed to be, you know? Like, I, I knew that this was going to happen, I knew that something was there, and I'm meant to be where I am. Like, like when I started working at, you know, the, the place that we're all working at, you know, at the, at the CB, we, I didn't realize that I would be, you know, meeting the people that I did and making friends with the people that I did. And I literally, I've, multiple times while I've been working there, I've had, like, deja vu moments that literally go back to dreams that I had when I was a lot younger, like, before my parents divorced kind of young. Like, I was, like, really young. And I remember just little phrases or, like, just, like, just, like, places, you know? Like, I, rem I know certain, you know, just aspects of it. And then it happens, and I'm, like, just as quickly as it happened, I remember that I had dreamt about that before. And I was like, oh that's you know that's that's very interesting but it's like i i didn't I, I it's never gone as deep as to where like theoretically i could change it or anything like that it just sort of happens and then i realize but it's like usually it's years in the making before it happens so there's nothing i could possibly do yeah exactly and it's like maybe i'm the one that caused the mandela effects to happen because <laughs> i've changed it yeah it's like, all your fault it's dark. all my fault thanks it's dark all, instead thanks. of baron stain bears it's baron steen bears or <laughs> vice versa it's like that's all your fault yeah, yeah it's all my fault okay it's all my fault though but like no but i have had friends that have literally said dude you know you could have like caused a butterfly effect to happen Maybe. And, and and I was like, well, I don't think they mean that small of a change. But then you got to think about any kind of change of effect like that because of the fact is, is they say you even step on a flower. And you could change things. And you can change the way things are. So if you could do that, and I literally changed me being thrown in a hospital... It, that has to have some kind of major effect somewhere. You caused COVID. I know you caused <laughs> <laughs> We know Trinity, that's on Trinity's you. Trinity's like, Trinity's like, God damn it, we got locked down because of you. <laughs> you fucking bitch. It's your fault. <laughs> it's everything's your fault. <laughs> I mean, did, did you ever have anything like that? Nothing that serious. It's more just like I'll be, I'll, I'll have dreamt about it and I'll remember it. It was, I, I dreamt more as a child than I do now. I, I honestly think it's because I just don't sleep very well now, and I just can't get to that point in sleep where I can start dreaming and remember them. But, like, I would dream a lot about just, like, it was nothing, like, super, it was like, just, like, a random, casual thing. Like, like for example, like, if I were to have a dream as, like, a like a 12-year-old in, like, this moment right now, I would have been like, oh, damn, I remember this shit. And I'm like, I know who the fuck you are now. <laughs> I knew you when I was 12, but, like, not really. Not really. <laughs> I know I, your face. Like, I know your face, but, like, it's more like that. It's nothing where, and then it's, like, I would forget about it, like, after. Like, I would think about it, I'd be like, what the fuck was that? That was super weird. Like, it was so tame. Like, it was, like, normal compared to, like, my wacky-ass fucking dreams. And then, like, I would wake up and be like, okay, that was weird. LOL. 
and then I'd go out through my day, and then, like, later on, like, it's usually years later that it would happen, and I'd be like, oh, shit, like, I had a fucking dream about this exact moment, and honestly, my friends would look at me weird, because I would make, like, a weird face, because I'd be like, I already know what you're gonna say, but I'd be like, huh? I'd be like, you said what now? <laughs> yeah. It's like, okay, now what do you think I'm going to say so that way I don't say that? <laughs> like, no. Yeah, so I can change it so because change theoretically it. I'm you're about to be offended by whatever I just said. Or like so. I think one time I like freaked my mom out because she, I had a dream about like some casual moment in time and um, I was, my dad had this like gray leather recliner. It was like janky as shit, but it was like, like a so lazy boy. fucking comfortable. I, you know, it was weird. But I had, like, all of my little Barbie dolls, like, in a pile behind it. And then I was, like, playing with them. And then I just, like, was, like, I looked up. And then I looked. And then my mom and I, at the same time, were, like, you need to pick those up. <laughs> and I, and then she was just, like. How did you? She's, like. Witch! <laughs> and I was just, like. <laughs> well, I was just, like, literally at the same time, she, we were just, like, you need to pick those up. And then, honestly, she was probably like, what the fuck? What the fuck? Like, <laughs> you were telling your mom to go and pick those up, or you were no, saying that you needed to pick those up? simultaneously. We yeah. said it at the same time. Yeah. But I was just like, yeah, you said this before. Oh. <laughs> She's like, yeah, okay, sweetheart. Just pick up your dolls. 911. 911, I have a, I literally, like... And then cut to you years later, like laughing like the exorcist and projectile vomiting. She's I know, contacting right. your priest. She's like, she's like, Father, she could predict the future. She she projectile vomits when she's laughing. <laughs> she she laughs. She she she's a oh, wait, witch. They didn't hear the projectile vomit story though. Oh right. That, okay. So while we were on our break, we were talking about weird times that we were a kid and just like we're vomiting. And we, so we told a bunch of vomiting stories. But one of the stories was literally that. That basically there was a they were playing poker with um, with friends and and family basically and apparently uh, Trinity's little brother just basically kept betting on a hand that was absolutely horrible. It was ass. Bro. <laughs> it was nothing. And then um, when it came down, what did your grandpa say? Do you want to <laughs> take over? He he was like he was like you have that good of a hand and then he just kept like match because my grandpa can also play poker. He has a very good poker face. Yeah. And he fucking fucks with you. The whole game. The whole game. The whole game. And then he was just like, he's like, I have a good hand too. Like, and so he just kept betting and my brother put in the last of his fucking chips and then he's like, I call and like, and then like, he puts down his fucking hand and it was, I think it was like an ace, a, a seven, <laughs> like a five. All right off to a bad start. <laughs> and then like, a jack and like a four <laughs> and every and we were all like what the fuck and my grandpa had like like a full house <laughs> yeah like, and, <laughs> and like and we were just i was i was fucking dying i was dying and i just laughed so hard and i just but like, and just threw up well, everywhere and i just continued to laugh while vomiting and it was kind of funny but everyone looked at me like i was insane yeah which is you know rightfully so but like well, you know, yeah. I was, I was, it was funny, <laughs> obviously enough for me to just fucking puke. And, like, <laughs> yeah, it was so emotionally <laughs> devastating that like, like, but it's like elating at the same time that you just, that you, yeah, you and know? they're just like, oh my God, are you okay? And I was just like, ha ha ha. 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So cut to your mom just like planning your exorcism, mm-hmm. just being like, I don't know what to do with her anymore. I'm pretty sure she's gonna crab walk up the stairs and kill me. <laughs> like, like, she's on the walls. She's, she's on, on the, the walls. walls. <laughs> on the walls. Yeah. Like. Is it okay? Puke, it's like ectoplasm now. Like, <laughs> it's like, is it okay for your kid to be crawling on the ceiling with their hair dangling down? Like, like, yeah, like googling, like, like how to get demon out of daughter. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, the shirt that you're wearing today does say Easy Bake Coven. Do you think that your mom was a part of a coven and she she wouldn't even she wouldn't even Google it? She would. She's just planning it. Do you think? Do you think? That at home right now is your is your exorcism being planned? I don't think so. Why not? Give give me evidence. I don't know. I just don't feel that in my soul. I've heard too many <laughs> stories today about you being a little demon child, and all I want to know <laughs> is whether or not your mother wants that demon out of you or not. Does she want it out of you? Does any <laughs> does 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 any parent want the demon out of their child unless they're really religious? Just uh, let the child be. Like, I, my, yes. my mother grew up with a strictly toxic Christian mother. Oh, okay. So she might be like... I mean, she's more chill about it. Yeah. But like, it's, it's more like... It's more like, you know what? I grew up with a very... With a very interesting religious experience. If a child has a demon in it, I'll let it be. Well, yeah, she's more like... <laughs> instead of, like, believing in, like, a... God, like she believes that like we're all just energy and eventually like when we die our energy just goes back into this big battery that's dispersed elsewhere yeah and I'm just like okay makes sense cool cool I mean pretty much yeah, yeah I mean it could ex- it could explain deja vu dreams I mean to it be could. totally honest yeah well it, like, it, like reincarnation and like, stuff like yeah. on the yeah. other hand my father like just thinks that none of our memories live after we die and I'm like I don't quite think that that's true I'm like my mom, like very much believes in like, like past life things or like people oh, like yeah, like yeah. you know how like like the stories of like children being like this is where I'm buried like I died this year this like oh like, right this type yeah. thing and then yeah. they remember like random family members that like there there's no possible way like they have to do like a whole research paper on this random bitch from like some <laughs> shit you know some random generation and like an like, eighteen five. something like yeah what? and they're just like. They're yeah, like, no, for some reason like, this four-year-old is yeah. gonna is gonna do an entire deep dive on James the the second of Illinois. Yeah, like <laughs> like it's just like. Well, that's also starts to fall into the next thing we're gonna talk about, and yeah, the next the next podcast we have will actually do we should do superstitions, but getting back into the things life and death experiences sometimes can give you another incentive on what that spirits and energy are out there yeah because what happened to me was is i got really sick and i ended up with a fever and i tested my fever and i realized by the time i realized it i was at 114 jeez and i was burning up and i just remember passing out Oh no! And I, when I passed out, and this is before I met my partner, I like I passed out and I fell asleep. Unless I was already with him, I don't remember. I just remember passing out, taking medicine, and I just couldn't do it. And I felt really hot, really hot. And then I checked the temperature, and then 
I looked, and when the numbers hit, I said, I need to get to water. Water, you know? So I started moving, like going towards where there's water, and I just fall over, and I fall asleep. Mm -hmm. And I'm sleeping, and in the dream, I'm literally there. It's me. And I, I'm standing there, and I'm looking at myself as a child in my old room, by the way, playing with all the toys that I used to have when I was little. So so when you passed out, basically, like, you, as you were at that time, was watching yourself as a child playing yes. with toys and stuff like that? Yes. Oh. And then, And then I just remember looking, and then the child looks at me and smiles and then tells me, you know it's going to be okay, right? And I said... And I look at him and I go, I think it's a little beyond that now. And then all of a sudden he goes, no, you're going to, you're going to soon see. And I'm like, see what? And then by the time I said, see what? I look back and there's nothing there. And now I'm the child staring at, I was staring at myself and now I'm gone. Just give me chills. That's so gross. So now I'm gone. And then I look back at my toys and I just remember going, I must've been seeing things. And I start playing with my toys. And then all of a sudden, I start to feel like really, really, I could feel the heat and the sweat. And I'm like, I'm really thirsty. And then I said, and then I go, Mom, Mom. Funny part is, is a lot of people don't know this about me. I never called my grandmother mom. My mom was my mom. Mm -hmm. But it was my grandmother who showed up. And my grandmother was dead for five years. At that point? At yeah. that point. Okay. So, she shows up, and she doesn't have her crutches. She's, like, normal. Oh, okay. And All she right. literally shows up, and she goes, and she starts talking to me, and I'm like, Grandma? You know, my brain says Grandma, but in the dream, again, it comes out Mom. Yeah. And then I look up, and she tells me in Spanish, and she starts talking to me in Spanish, and she's basically telling me, Son, it's time for you to go to bed now. And I said, but no, what if I go to sleep? And I and I literally say this to her. What if I go to sleep and I don't wake up again? And she goes, I know, but it's going to be okay. It's time for you to rest now. Aww. And I said, but what if, mom, I miss you. I love you. And then that's what I said. I know I never called you mom, but you're my mom and I love you. Mm -hmm. And... I miss you so much. And she goes, shh, 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 meal. It's time to go to bed now. Aww. And I'm like, no. And she was never that tough. She didn't tuck you in. She didn't do those things. But she literally walked me into my bed in my old and childhood like, bed and, into it? and tucked me in. Aww, and I looked what? up at her and I said, if this is it and I don't wake up, will you tell everybody that I love them? And she goes, they already know. And oh I'm like, my God. and at this so point, cute. I'm accepting it and I'm realizing I think I'm dying mm -hmm. and I think this is it. I'm going to go to heaven and I'm going to be with my mom and I'm going to be with my mom, my mom, you know, my grand, my grand, my dad, you know, I'm just going to be with all these people at the time that are my uncle, you know, that were passed away at the time. My dad and my uncle, my dad and my grandfather were still around and they haven't passed away yet. And I'm like, okay. So I'm like, I'm going to be with all these people and I'm going to see them soon and everything. And then I remember looking up at her one more time and I said, just one last thing. 
And then she's just like, what? And then I'm just like, does people love me? Does anyone out there really love me? And then she just smiles and she goes, if you go to sleep now, I promise everything will be answered for you. Oh. And I'm like, but I'm scared. Yeah. I'm scared. And I really start to cry in the dream and mm -hmm. in real life. Now I can feel my outer body in real life and I can feel the tears starting to go down my face. These are my final moments. Yeah. And I'm realizing very clearly, like you said, the brain is starting to panic now. Mm -hmm. Because now I'm starting to ask her so many questions and she just keeps, shh, 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 stop asking questions. She's trying to just like help you because like, I mean... That's the thing is, if, if you believe in both the, the science of your brain panicking when you die and the spiritual aspect of theoretically, like, spirits coming to reassure yes. you, things like that, it's like your your grandma was just kind of there to be like, hey, like, it's okay that you're panicking, but you need to, you need to calm down. You need to calm down. You need to calm down. You know? Yeah. So, I just remember her grabbing my hand and... I don't remember the lullaby that she used to sing when, to the little kids when I was little. It's it, I remember parts of it, but I don't remember all of it. But it, she used to sing this little song that I used to go like something like, yeah, "Apacito, apacito, arito, arito, arito." Yes. So, so she kind of sang to you. So she's yeah. like singing this little song, this little thing, and it's kind of like the itsy bitsy spider kind of like. Oh, okay. And she's singing this like little thing to me, and I'm slowly dozing off, and I could feel the tears going down, and I'm just like. Finally, I'm like, okay, this is it. I accepted it. Yeah. I said, I'm dying, and this is it. And I was like, I'm not going to get to say goodbye to my kids, but she said they know that I, they know. Everybody knows that I love them, and they love me, and I just need to let go now. Yeah. So I did. Okay. And I let go. And I felt a cold go over my body. Like, I was cold. I felt stiff. I felt cold. And then, in a cold, the coldest, wettest, dampest sweat I've ever had in my life, I woke up. And I said, <gasps> and I just started looking around. I was like, <sighs> right, and yeah, I yeah. jump up, and I go grab the thermometer, and I test my, my, my thing. I'm back at regular level again. Okay. 98 point whatever. Wow. And I'm like, what the hell just happened? And literally like an echo from that dream, all I hear is my grandmother. I don't know if it was her voice as a spirit or what it was, but I literally heard it say, I told you everything's going to be fine. Oh. And ever since then, I held on to that. That's been my 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 like life or death experience that I yeah. had. That just was like kind of like a deja vu dream, but it but was it's, so it it's was, like real. It was like real, yeah. But it wasn't real. It was yeah. probably my like like as we described it, the brain started to panic, and then it started to calm me down because it's like, no, we got this under control. It's like we're we can cool. do it. We're, we're we just cooling need your to, brain. Yeah, we're, we're cooling you down. Yeah, we're, that's why you wake working. up in a yeah. sweat. That's why you do because that's how the body cools itself down. If it can't, if it can't get the fever down, it 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 starts to sweat. That's what yeah. like that's what the brain tells the body to do. So at that point, if your brain's panicking that it's gonna die, at that point, like your brain while you were passed out could have 
like theoretically it could have been your grandma like in her spiritual form trying to calm you down or it could have been your brain just manifesting anything to to calm you down so that you so your brain doesn't focus on the anxiety that you're feeling and focuses more heavily on the weirdest part about it was is the reason i brought it up was because it helped me to understand something Mm-hmm. Waking up from that dream made me realize something. I didn't just have my mom. I had a really good mom before that. And I just never acknowledged her as my mom. Oh, okay. Because why, when I called for my mom, did my mom's spirit not show? My mom was already passed away as well. Why did but her spirit not show up? But my grandmother showed up as my mom. So it goes to show you... It like it also goes to show like the the place in your brain that that you would actually held your grandma more yes. than you thought like subconsciously exactly. your grandma was more your mom than your mom yeah exactly. and I just never acknowledged it because they were always said you know I'm your grandmother I'm your grandfather I'm not your mom and dad you know but now it made me understand well in a platonic way should I say yeah that was my mom and dad yeah and you know it it came to help me to understand and realize those things Mm -hmm. but yeah like i've had a lot of like weird dreams growing up just like i said dreams of being superheroes and i'm pretty sure a lot of people have those dreams but i don't know if a lot of people they're lucid as mine is and they can very much touch your soul because of the fact that Sometimes you can't tell the difference from reality. And I know with, with like, a lot of people, I don't know if they know this, that listen to the podcast, and I don't know if I mentioned it before, but I do suffer from mental illness. And I do take medication for it. And I don't know if it's the medication that does it, or Who if knows? it's just the chemicals that are supposed to be there are now releasing, so it's now working as a normal brain right. does. Yeah. You know? So... It's one of those type of things, but it's it's really interesting on how we can dream about things and see different things and live these ultimate fantasies that we can't live in our real lives. And I'm pretty sure there's people out there who live, you know, live better that way than they do in their own lives. Absolutely, yeah. Because no, of sure. what they're going through, you know, and the things that they went through in their life. So Yeah. I mean... I've never dealt with a near-death experience in my life thus far. I've, I've always, like, I, I feel like at this point I should have because of what I've gone through. And also, like, the way that I take care of my body is not great at all. It never has been. I've just been extremely lucky. <laughs> so I've never had any kind of experience like that that was, you know, um, as uh, dire. And I've also never been close enough to people that, that, that have to sort of understand the feeling because it really is like it is a person-to-person basis as to like how that affects them and then how deeply it affects others because of like telling your story or, or things like that you know so that was a very interesting story to get into because it really does kind of exemplify your um like i guess like your experience of like how your brain copes you know like, if we're going completely scientifically here and taking apart, like, like spiritual nature, things like that, like, it really is how your brain copes in a panic situation, you know? Even if your body's not panicking because it's dying, it's just panicking, period. And that's just how it figures itself out, you know? Um, yeah, there's a lot that goes into that. And I think that, like, with mental illness and things like that, that is also your your brain's way of coping for survival whether whether or not it ends up acting 
destructively later on, the reason why that that mental illness manifested within your psyche is out of survival. It's a way to survive yeah. in this traumatic situation, and it's a way to cope with the traumatic situation and protect yourself from future trauma that may occur yeah because i mean i definitely go to fight or flights very quickly it, it, it's an it's not an option for me it, it kind of just does it that's why i always react the way i do about things sometimes even when i'm like being joking around and i'm playing i'm like wait what, wait what yeah you know because like i i want to think that i didn't hear what i just heard from you guys and i'm like Oh my god, wait, wait, no, I didn't hear that, did I? I'm, I'm yeah. stripping, right? And then it's like, no, I said that, and it's like, okay, you said it. Okay, well, let's just move on. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I thought I heard that, but I wasn't sure because sometimes my brain plays tricks on me. And it's I feel like, like that no. happens a lot when I'm telling stories. Yeah, definitely. At sea. Yeah, definitely does. I mean, did you ever experience that kind of a thing, though? I've never had, like, a near death. I've never had um, dreams like that necessarily. I've had I did have a dream that I was pregnant though. Really? But it wasn't like a weird dream. It was like a. It was just like a regular ass. Like, yeah, like I was there, but like there was no father. It was just me. <laughs> okay, here's yeah, so where I'm gonna get like into some weird shit. Inception. I actually had a dream once too. Very weird. So I had a dream once too. I was pregnant, and I'm a male, and I don't know how I had this fucking dream. You had a fucking imprint. Yes, <laughs> I had Fan a dream. Fiction yes. fucking dream. Yes, I dreamed that we went. We basically it was one of those stupid alien dreams. Okay. Oh my god. So you got impregnated by yes, a fucking alien. Yes, and it was so stupid. We were literally. It was me, and it was not too long ago. It was about like two months ago. It was me, you. And another one of our co-workers. No. And we all went out. And and he no longer works for the same company we do. And we all went. Ooh. Do we know this person? Yes. Oh, and oh we, God. And we, oh, were, and we all went out to go out and eat. Okay. And we were talking. And, like, there was this new thing they put on the menu at this restaurant that we went oh, to. Eight fucking and, and, and you guys. <laughs> and you guys are just. No, <laughs> yeah, you ate the alien baby egg. Uh, and, and, and then it hatched in your stomach, didn't it? Yeah. So, <laughs> so basically, we go there, and I'm like, "Oh, look!" And I'm like, "What is this?" And they said, "It's it's peas." And it I'm peas like, "My ass." <laughs> and I'm like, "Oh, peas!" And they said, "But we Snack flavored peas. them with this." So I'm thinking, "Okay, you know, I like peas. I don't mind some peas." So I eat. I start eating it, and like. As I'm eating it, a few of them, as I'm chewing on them, they're getting very squishy in my mouth. And not squishy like a pea already does. But like but more icky. Of, yeah, but more of an icky, juicy pea. Like, why are... Like fucking boba? Yeah, like a boba. Like the little the little splatter boba ones with the juice filled on the inside. It's kind of like that. And it's probably because I was eating, you know... One of our crew members always gets me a tea. And I always get those bubbles in. So oh, it's probably the bubbas, because yeah. of that. So I'm sitting there and I'm like, pop, 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 and I'm just like enjoying it. Uh, I'm like, you being not pregnant bad. with an alien. And then I'm just like, okay, so I ate it, and then we go to we go to the mall, and we're walking around the mall, and Trinity's like, dude, I gotta get some freaking Cinnabon. Of course you do. Of course that is so on brand too. That is. 
so I fucking I get Cinnabon like every time I'm there. Yeah. So like, so like, she's like, let's get some Cinnabon. And if anybody knows anything about me, a lot of people know I don't like cinnamon. Well, in the dream, I'm like, fuck yeah, yeah, yeah let's like, go get some. And I remember Trinity looking at me, and our a, friend looks at me and goes, "Pregnancy like, craving, what wasn't it? What the fuck is wrong with you? Yeah. Like you said, you don't like cinnamon, and I'm like. But I gotta have it, and I didn't just want—I didn't just want the Cinnabon. No, I ordered a side of their cinnamon, like the mix that they Ew. put in the middle Ew. of the stuff. And I was eating it like like a sugar craving. freaking sugar like and, that dude and from cinnamon. Men in Black who's like, I like sugar water. <laughs> <laughs> Give me sugar water. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. So I'm sitting there like that, and then I'm just like. I'm eating a little bowl of it. Even they think I'm fucking weird. Yeah. And they're just looking I at me like, weird. what the fuck? And I'm just sitting there and I'm eating it and I'm eating it. I'm like, dude, I'm still hungry. And then I'm like, I know I want a cheeseburger now. And they're like, dude, you're going to get sick. And I'm like, no, I'm not. No, I'm not. And then all of a sudden, like, we're sitting there and then I'm like, dude, my shirt feels kind of tight. <laughs> the rapid baby bump. Yes. Warming. Yes. And I'm like. My stomach feels tight, like my shirt feels too tight. So then they're like, "Let's go to Hot Topic and go get you another shirt." So I said, "Okay." Hot Topic. So he yes, chose Hot yes, Topic. Yes, he chose Hot Topic because they got all the different shirts that I like there. Hell so, yeah! <laughs> so I go in there, I pick out a freaking shirt, and like, I'm trying the shirts on because for some reason, everyone knows they don't have a freaking dressing room. Yeah. But for some reason in the dream, uh, they had a dressing room. Oh, okay. So convenient. I'm trying different shirts on, and I'm noticing I have a 5X and it doesn't fit. Oh, no. And I'm like, how much weight did I fucking gain off of some fucking cinnamon and sugar? Like, <laughs> God damn. Like, what the fuck, dude? Well, it basically ends up with me, like, basically giving anal birth to, like, five little alien babies. Were they, like, half human, half alien? Yes. And then, like, you guys start... And the funny part is this. Funniest shit. Like, Trinity and this other person, as soon as I'm, like, started... They don't even panic. They're not even saying, dude, you're having alien babies. It was, like, nonchalant. It was, like, oh, okay, well, they're coming. No, we're, 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 like, in the mall still, though. And we're walking around, and then, like, I couldn't take it no more, so then, you know, basically we sit down somewhere, and then, like, it just starts happening. You just and pop then, out? Yeah, and then you guys are just, like, nonchalantly, like, okay, and then, you know, our All other right. friend is like, you have to breathe. You have to breathe. And I'm just like, and I'm just like, this, huh? Wait, huh? were they, you like, about? they were your midwife, basically? Yeah, kind of like that. That was your fucking doula? And, and then... And then Trinity's, like, just sitting there grabbing the babies, and they're, like, popping up, but they kind of look like like little aliens, but then, like, hybrid humans, but then they also look like fucking puppies, okay? So she's just sitting there, and then all of a sudden, you get all the, Trinity gets all the little babies together, and there was five of them, and then the funniest shit happens, and I knew it was a dream after that point, is her and her friend... Grab the five little babies, walk to the outside of the mall, and start selling them for five hundred dollars each. Gotta make that bank. Gotta make that money. And I'm just sitting there like, they took my babies. <laughs> they took my babies. <laughs> and then it's like, 
Well, good, because I don't want to eat cinnamon anymore anyway. I'm fucking done with this shit. <laughs> and then I end up throwing the little cup of cinnamon away. And I go get me a freaking cheeseburger, and I'm sitting there eating a cheese, a regular-sized cheeseburger. Proud father. They're just like, like... Just like huh. And I'm reg- And the funny thing is, I never question why I'm in these baggy-ass fucking clothes. I didn't question any of that. I didn't even question. I just popped some babies out of my fucking a-hole <laughs> but we're gonna totally address the fact that you know that all of a sudden they were half puppy they were half, half human half, half human half puppy like what the fuck and then that's when i realized i was just dreaming it was obviously a dream and then i just accepted it for what it was <laughs> they made money off of my kids it was cool it and was we, great. We, you're like as we, long as we, i get 10 <laughs> well no the funny part is is back then uh, Dave and Buster's wasn't open yet, but we ended up going to Dave and Buster's with all that money, and we were, and we walked out with like each a PlayStation Five or something stupid. Oh my it god! It was fucking dumb. Uh-huh. Wait, okay, so it was so, so, dumb. so you got pregnant like completely like singular by yourself, Trinity? Is that what you? No, it was like I was, I was like, I, I guess there was, but he wasn't there. He was just absent. Yeah, but like I was like, it wasn't like, it wasn't like. I just had like a like a little bump, a little like, baby like bump, maybe like a like four or five months, you know, like the little the little one, the little one, not like the damn bitch you in a pop soon type thing, you know. <laughs> damn bitch, you live like this. <laughs> How am I supposed to live, laugh, love in these she's conditions? She's like, she's like, I didn't have to go get no five X shirt and it didn't fit me, but it's. Still but it was weird because I was just like, it was weird because I was like, I've noticed that like whenever like. I've had, I think, like, two dreams like that, and there's never a father. There was one where I was pregnant, there was no father, and then there was, remember the one I told you where yeah. I had, like, three children? And I, there was no there was father. No dad. <laughs> there was no father. Let's, like, let's, just, let's just be real, you kicked him out of your life. Probably. <laughs> he sucked that bad, you're like, thank you for your, all your help, you can go now. Thank you, <laughs> Thank you for your donation. I salute you for your service. Ooh, donation? I'm like, I salute you for your services. Yeah, don't worry about it, though. You're not going to get a military discount for that one. (laughs) But it was so weird, because I was just like, where did these things come from? Like, they just popped out of the ether. Like, Like, literally in the one... The one that I was pregnant with, I just, I kind of, I just remember I was like pregnant in one. Then I woke up and I was just like, "What the fuck? What the <laughs> fuck?" And then, and then I had the one where I was like some random ass shit before. I have it all written down in that journal, but like, I, I have fucking pictures drawn too from like from the journal, like in the journal from that weird ass dream because it was a long one. But I just remember at the end, like I had like three children. And, like, the oldest was a girl, and then the middle one was a boy, and then the youngest was also a girl. And I was just like... And I was also, like, an older version of me in the dream. I I was just like... Did did they have names? Did they, No! (laughs) They were just like, Mom! Oh my god! And And you were like, like, yes, boy number one. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Hello, my only son! How old is that today? She just names them like the freaking kids from Thing freaking... one, thing two, and thing three. <laughs> oh, I was gonna say more on the lines of like the freaking Umbrella Academy. You're like, that's number one, that's number two, that's number three. Oh my god. <laughs> like, but like it was weird. Yeah. And then remember when you did that, like 
reading on me. Yeah, no, definitely. It was in the same exact order. That's and the same, so like, genders. Icky. And I was just like, God. I don't understand how that's going to happen. <laughs> with my circumstances. <laughs> like, three? <laughs> Jesus. Her circumstances is she's single. <laughs> just in case anybody out there is wondering, they're like, oh my God, what? What's Trinity's circumstance? God, oh my God. How is it that complicated? Right? Oh. It's just, oh, oh Trinity's oh. voice is so pretty. Is she, It. what is her circumstance? <laughs> like, I, I have to know the circumstance. What is it? Yeah. I mean, I'm all by myself. All by myself. <laughs> I love that. I mean... I am too, but but you're the only one that that is like out of the two of us that's like extreme. Yeah, <laughs> but that's not okay. by choice. <laughs> that's okay though. We're chilling. <laughs> what a fucking episode that was. Yeah, dude. it was. We went pretty deep on dreams and stuff. Yeah, we what's, went through a lot. What's funny though is we weren't even sure if that's what we wanted to talk about and that we would have to go off on something else, but we went and talked for a whole hour and a. <laughs> Yeah, definitely. <laughs> All right, Emil. Is that our fourth yeah, episode? This will be episode four. We're going to have that up later today, and then another one on Saturday, as usual. All right. Catch you guys on the next episode. See you guys later. I'm Dart. I'm Moth. And I'm Trinity. Okay. Thank you for coming, Bye, Trinity, everyone. by the way. Bye, Trinity. Get out of the house. <laughs> 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 All right. See you guys later. Bye.